Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue. Every relationship begins with you, the podcast. Today we are going to talk about the wounded mind and our wounded minds disrupt our life in every single area. Remember, there's five big areas of your life. We have the relationships, the career, your health, your finances, and spirituality, a connection to something greater, something bigger than you, uh, God, the universe, whatever you call your person, um, your, your universe. So here's before we begin, I need you to uh, really clearly understand something that I believe in, and I know this, and I need you to know this, that life is yours, and I want you to make sure it's a good life, a rich life, a beautiful life, an, inquis- an inquisitive life. Be curious. Move away from the darkness, and you know what? Believe in the light. And believe in the light within yourself, within others, and within the universe. Because we are lightness. We're not darkness. And the darkness comes in through the wounded mind. So we are we are masters of our own lives. And, you know, we have the power to create whatever we want to create. We create so many things in our mind that are not in, um, in, uh, that do not run parallel to what we want in life. We have multiple personalities for ourselves. You know, we master the image of who we are going to be in certain circumstances. And that includes in your marriage, in your relationships at work, um, with your friends as a parent, Right. And we become artists of pretending and projecting our images. And we master this. And guess what? We start to believe that we are the image we're showing we are, but really we're not. And then when we meet other people, we begin to classify them right away and assign them to roles in our lives. And then when they don't, you know, um, live up to their role that we've assigned them, that when they don't live up to the expectation we have on them, then we are, we suffer. We cause ourselves to suffer. Right. And, and you know what? We create an image for them and we create an image for ourselves and we do the same thing over and over again. And when the two things don't meet up, we suffer, but you have the power to create anything you want in your mind and in your life. And the power is so strong that whatever you believe comes true. (laughs) And that's the truth. But with a wounded mind, we can't utilize um, what our thoughts, our visualizations, meditation, uh, you know, healing um, and a healthy mind to our advantage because we don't have the healthy mind. We have the wounded mind and the wounded mind stays in the darkness, stays in the negativity. Right. So you have to understand that your whole reality Right now, wherever you're standing is is you created through your belief system, through your thoughts. And and every single human being has the same power as me and you and the other person and this and that. But it's about how we apply the power. And you'll see that people that apply um, power in their lives are living a genuinely happy life within happy relationships. They're not the richest people you see, by the way. 
They're not the ones with the most money. And they're also not poor. Right? They're not wondering how they're going to pay their rent. They're not wondering where the next meal is going to come from. But they're happy because they've learned how to create the life they desire, deserve, and dream of by using the healthy mind, by utilizing positivity and the law of attraction for them. See, you've practiced all your life to be what you are, and you do it so well that you believe you are what you are. You know, you master your personality, your beliefs, you master every action, reaction, and we keep practicing for years and years, and we are masters now. And you know what? Guess what? I can tell you what kind of master we have. We are the masters of self-sabotage, the masters of manipulation, the masters of going around, not through. We are the masters of creating chaos where there is no chaos to be created. We are the masters at looking at the negative instead of the positive. We never see the circular lining. We go towards the darkness, not the light. And we can't do, you know, we can't switch that around with this wounded mind, right? So, and then what do we do? We, we become eventually uh, masters of anger, masters of jealousy, sadness, self-rejection. Every single drama and suffering we have in our life right now is because we've practiced it over and over and over. The way we think, the way we feel, and the way we act becomes so routine that we no longer put our intention on what we are doing or what we want. We just keep acting and reacting, and we behave in a certain way over and over and over again. And But guess what? We expect we're going to get dis, d- different results. What's the definition of sanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. It doesn't happen. Right. So to become masters of love, of your life, of your relationships, you have to practice love. You have to practice kindness. You have to practice forgiveness. You have to practice owning your side of the road. Not everybody else's. You have to take the masks off. Find your true self, your inner being. Be that. Be the light. Right. And shine your light on other people and light shines back on you. You know, we have to have some knowledge. We need awareness. You need to figure out how to get from here to there. That's my job. You know, see, our emotional body is full of wounds and these wounds are infected. And it's and it's just what the infection is, is it's creating emotional poison all over. And then the manifestation and the manifestation of this emotional poison is anger, hate, sadness, envy, um, even apathy, hypocrisy. And it's all these other emotions that, you know, make up our human suffering. We're all sick with the same (laughs) disease. We all have inner wounding. You can tell the people that have healed it. Again, like I said, they're living great lives, beautiful lives. They're living happy lives. And they're not the richest. Certainly not the poorest. I'm not saying poor people can't be happy, but it's really hard to be happy when you're worrying about how you're going to eat and pay your bills, you know. We live, humans live in a continuous fear of being hurt. We're always afraid we're going to be hurt, abandoned. What's this person going to do? And guess what? It creates drama wherever we go. And for no apparent reason, what happens? We get angry, jealous, envious, sad. You know, even to say I love you can be frightening. It's painful and, you know, uh, fearful to have an emotional reaction. Because why? Our emotional reactions from childhood were probably met with some sort of adverse reaction, right? That made us say, don't be vulnerable again. So we, you know, what do we do? We 
enter into relationships, marriage, we have children, but we're protecting our emotional wounds the entire time. And because of our fear of being hurt, we create some very sophisticated ways in our mind to protect ourselves. And it's one big denial system. And in that denial system, we become the perfect liars and we lie to ourselves. We even believe our own lies. We don't notice that we are lying. And sometimes guess what we also do? We know we're lying, but we justify the lie and we excuse the lie to protect ourselves from the pain of the wounds. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, the denial system, it's like, it's like a wall of fog. It's in front of our eyes and it blinds us from seeing the truth. We wear again these social masks because it's painful to see ourselves or to let others see who we are. And the denial system just keeps us like pretending. It lets us pretend and everyone believes what we want them to believe about us, but we don't even know what we believe about us. So we put up again, barriers for protection to keep other people away. But those barriers keep us inside and it restricts our freedom because inside of ourselves is not healthy. You know, so like if you were to say to somebody, you're pushing my buttons. I, I remember being told when I was young, you're pushing my buttons, Heather. Well, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> It means I touched a wound within someone, right? And they react to it because they're hurt. I'm pushing their buttons. Sure, maybe it was that I asked a hundredth time for some ice cream. I don't know. But most of the time when you get a reaction, you're pushing somebody's wound button. Um, and, you know, and you are going to become aware you, you, if you continue to listen to my podcast, if you can follow me on social media, if you take any of my courses, you know, boot camps, oh, any of the things that, guess what? People everywhere around you have emotional wounds and they have, are infected with emotional poison within themselves. And it's very hard to escape from. You know, when a human is born, when a baby is born, they're born into love. Their emotional mind and body is clear. They're completely healthy, you know, and then maybe around three or four years, the first wounds start to appear. Okay. And the, the emotional poison starts to get in, but <clears throat> you know what? They're still not fully poisoned yet. And if you observe children who are two or three years old, you see how they behave. What are they doing? They're playing. You see them laughing. Their imagination is so powerful. They just dream and they dream and they go for it. And that's what we need to do. We need to get our visualization skills back, live mind back. I need to teach you. You need to learn how to visualize what you want, right? The imagination is so powerful that if you can imagine it, you can see it, you can believe it, and you can think it, and you can take action towards it, you can have it. But we've lost that ability because guess what happens when, you know, you're young, um, if something's wrong, okay, and um, with the adult in your life, the caretaker, whatever, they react to you and you start to take on their poison, right? But if a child, think about a two, three, four, five-year-old even, they react, they defend themselves. But what do they do after they react and they defend themselves? They let it go. And they begin to play again and they explore again and they have fun again. They're living in the moment. What does a human being do when they 
you know, get triggered. They, you know, they get angry or whatever. They don't, we don't let it go. We hold on to it. We hold grudges. We continue to punish people over and over for the same mistake. And then we punish ourselves over and over. Do you really think you can have some good relationships doing this? No. Right. So, you know, little kids are, you, you know, adolescents, they're not afraid to express their love right? Because it hasn't been rejected yet. But once it is, then we become afraid to, you know, um, express our love wholeheartedly because it's been stomped on. So, you know, I can tell you the moments in my life since healing for me are so much different than before the, um, you know, my wounded mind. I really do enjoy the moments. I really do, um, have an amazing, extraordinary life that I'm continuing to co-create every single day. doesn't mean I don't have a bad day. But if I love somebody, I express my love. If they don't return that love, that's okay. I don't engage with toxicity, but I also don't hold a grudge. You just walk away. You don't have to see if people think we have to have this big blowout. No, no. I don't hold a grudge. I don't, I forgive and move on and move through things. Wasn't easy to get here, but that's the way to healthy relationships, you know? Um, and you know, what happens with the kids is when we were children is our, those wounded minds of our parents and our caregivers and the tragedies or the events that happened to you are passed down to us. And they basically, you know, hook our attention and they repeatedly, keep teaching us the same wounding messages. And guess what? We get it. We're afraid to be punished. And then we're also afraid of not getting the war reward, right? We're afraid of not being good enough. You know? Uh, so what do we do? We people please. We realize, oh, for us, people's opinions are so important. Everybody's opinion is so important because we don't want to get punished and we want the reward. So we, you know what? We're going to do whatever it takes. And then we have this huge fear of not being good enough. So we learn to pretend you know, to be what we are not. And we practice trying to be someone else that fits into someone else's narrative, trying to be good enough for our mom, our dad, our teachers, our peers, our sister, our brother, you name it. Our religion, whatever we practice and practice how to be somebody we're not. So by the time you're an adult, you have had a lot of practice being someone you're not and changing your mask. And then soon we forget who we really are. And we start to live our life through images and that we have created that are not real. Okay. You know, when, so when you meet a partner, you have to realize they have probably have four to six images and you're going to see whatever image they want you to see. And, and you're going to show them what image you want them to see. And none of it is really the real image, right? And you bring into the relationship these images that you want them to be seen, then when you move in together, you can't hide some parts of yourself. No, 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 no. And then the wounded mind and the wounded image that is in there, the, is the true you, comes out with your reactions, your actions, your behavior. And then your, your partner is left going, wait a minute, who are you? That, you're not the person I was dating. You're not the one I married. Who are you? Oh, you mean the one that I, you thought, oh, you mean the one that was kind, friendly, didn't react, that did whatever you wanted, that did everything to please you? Yeah. Oh, that's not really me. I don't really do that. I actually have a lot of issues. 
I have a wounded mind just like you. And then we go into the power struggle and shit hits the fan. And, and we go, it's their fault. It's their fault. Well, really? Whose fault is it? It's not even about fault. That's the craziest thing. It's about we're here. What are we going to do now? But so many times people can't let go of whose fault it is that I end up having to help them go through a successful separation because they can't get through the water that is under the bridge. And guess what? It's best that they do because nobody is growing in that relationship. You know, we're suffering because of all of the false images we project. Humans pretend to be so important, but at the same time, guess what we do? We believe we are nothing. We work hard to be someone, to be recognized, to be approved, to be a winner, to be powerful, to be rich. And we feel none of those things. We actually feel less than not good enough, not pretty enough, not smart enough, not something enough. And we go into our relationships and we bring all of that crap baggage with, and we smear the schmeg all over ourselves every time we're triggered. And we wonder why the marriage, the relationship, whatever, isn't working and why we're at a standstill, why we can't agree on anything, why we end up just going to living two separate lives. And we either, you know, end up just dying with a, just a life that was, eh, or it was bad. It was bad. A lot of yelling, arguing. You were in, the, you know, the kids now are of all the wounding and hearing the yelling or the arguing, or they see a couple that, you know, their parents that never showed love. Come on, guys. Come on. Wake up. Wake up. That's my message to you today. Wake up. Stop. You have one life. It's now. Grab it. Okay. I'm going to teach you how to live to your highest potential. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to take 10 people first on a journey. And it's going to be probably eight weeks. And I'm the course will start in October, middle of October. So you start 2022 off like a champion, ready to go. I'm only taking 10 people. If you want one of the spots, you want to get on a waiting list, email me. Um, Heather at HeatherCatherineCarter.com and said, Heather, say, Heather, save me one of those spots. I'm putting it together now. Um, and I want you to make 2022 your best year. We have been in, you know, a hell for two years. Let's make 2022 the best year ever and start it with a healthy mind. Start it with, you know, clearly knowing where your relationship is going, clearly knowing what you want to do in the career. This is going to be called, this is living your highest potential, which means I'm going to break down the areas of your life. I'm going to help you heal the mind, heal the mind. I'm going to teach you how to love yourself, how to see yourself, who you are. I'm going to teach you every tool you need to live your highest potential. I'm going to take 20 years of work and I'm putting it in one course that I'm going to lead you in and your life will change drastically in the most positive way you won't believe. Thank you for tuning in. Email me if you want on the waiting list, heather at heathercatherinecarter.com. Um, and the email address will be in the notes. I love you guys. Keep going. Keep believing. Stay in positivity. Keep growing. Heal. It's the way. Until next time.